0: Welcome to the Fan Bros! The show where the bros are fans! Doodle! And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros! Mm, bros. The show where the bros are fans, or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Hameen. I'm not even going to introduce myself. You already know who it is. This is Special Delivery, the show where we break down the latest in TV, all that good stuff all the great television that's on your airwaves we're bringing it to you on the internet how's everybody doing out there tonight hope everyone's having a good night it's may it's popping summertime is here what's going on with my co-host how you doing sir
1: chilling man you know Kimsonian space ghost producer maybe i should introduce yeah. myself and take up half an hour of you guys. Why not?
0: You know, since I didn't, you can do it for yourself now.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I'll be like the William Burroughs of the internet or something. <laughs> like oh, well, I had America. a new name,
0: but I'm going to save that. We've got a lot to talk about right now. We've got a lot to talk about. Um, before we even get into the shows, though, Kim Sonian, I have to say we got to give a rest in peace to some other shows. And some people were telling me to check out Believe. <laughs> They kept harassing me on the internet, yo. You gotta check out Believe. Why you ain't talking about Believe? And guess what, folks? There is no Believe to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's how do you like them apples? It
1: went down like that, Ben. I
0: <laughs> it went down like that. But guess what, Consodian? Unfortunately for us, Resurrection got renewed. It did.
1: I know. I was. I was. I was praying to the TV gods that ABC would. <laughs> find themselves uh you know to save money for maybe a better show but you know what so does that mean we have to cover it ben i mean
0: i don't know we'll see man we you know i promised myself i would never watch any more of it but at one point i said i really didn't feel like i'd watch more orphan black and i'm hooked on that again so you know well there you go Yeah, there you go, but let's get into the real talk for tonight. Tonight, we cover Game of Thrones, as always. The latest episode is entitled, The Laws of Gods and Men. Um, Damn, but before we even get into the latest episode, Kim Kimsonian, once again, I have something else to say. A lot of people in our comments pointed out that last week, we didn't realize that Littlefinger is behind everything, basically
1: that's right that's right so i mean gross gross oversight for us not to mention it kind of stated pretty uh underhandedly in the episode low-key you know shout out to the fans for helping us point that out
0: i have to say also that a lot of fans say he's behind everything you know behind you know the big thing but he's more just behind the killing of dude um John Aaron, what's his name? I'm right, not even right, sure. right,
1: right. That starts the domino effect of the whole yeah. show, right? But
0: he's not, he's not like, I mean, he just calls a little chaos and it turned into big chaos,
1: right? Right, so I mean, yeah. that's 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 kind of a, a detail that you need to, to specify. Although, you know, before we get into this episode, I do have to say, your man, uh, Varys, Lord Varys, is stepping up to the plate. And I mean, we- that
0: is getting into this episode, Lord Varys is, you know, showing. That he messes with a little chaos himself, like before he wasn't really down with that when he was talking to Littlefinger. But, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So, like,
1: who? I mean, he blatantly looked at the throne when Oberon <laughs> I asked him, bat. "Well, what are you, you know, what are you pursuing? If you're not pursuing boys and girls," and he just straight looked at the empty throne. And I'm like, wait. So, I mean, we all know everybody wants to sit on the Iron Throne. But Varys, I, I didn't know. I mean, I thought, you know, I didn't know he wanted to be on the throne. I mean, yeah, he wants to attach I, himself to the person on the throne for sure. But uh, that was like super blatant coming out, you know,
0: I mean, I'm coming out, right? And speaking of I'm coming out, you know, I have to give a big shout out to your boy Oberon. Because his swag is on a trillion, trillion
1: swag. Trillion First of swag. all, he's
0: wearing the same outfit that he's been yeah. rocking for weeks. Dude, and he, he tears not. <laughs> <laughs> and, and during demeanor. the big moment of the episode, the um Trial of Tyrion.
1: Basically, I, I don't know why they didn't call it that. I mean, it's a.k.a. the Trial of Tyrion for sure.
0: Yeah, and during the during the trial, yo, his swag game is just so hilarious. During the council meeting before the trial, his swag is great, and during the trial, it is just oh man, like shout out to Oberon and the actor playing him. He is definitely, you know, pulling that role off to the fullest.
1: I love the way he brings the alternative uh voice to you know this uh, this Council and of course You know it's no accident that he's a little Swarthier than the other ones you know Yeah definitely and So he, He's definitely bringing a lot more flavor to the table Literally
0: <laughs> But also a big episode In the fact that we see the Iron Bank Finally and the land of the Iron Bank I don't know where that is at I'm not you know that up on everything As people say if you know if you read the books You probably know but I don't so I don't and But I really like the introduction of the Iron Bank. I like the look of the land of the Iron Bank, the whole room they were in with the bid chairs and them sitting on the little stools, you I know, mean, uh, yeah. buried thin in Davos.
1: I was, yeah, I was about to say, man, when I saw that, when the guy said, gentlemen, welcome to the Iron Bank, I felt like somewhere Ben Hamid is screaming yes because you've been yes. talking about the Iron Bank for so long and that they finally reveal it and show it and, you know, how they operate and stuff and... I know for the past couple of special deliveries, you've been mentioning the Iron Bank, like some ominous force. And lo and yep. behold, this episode it's revealed, and uh, very interesting turn of events.
0: And they're also quite the ominous force. And also, I want to give a shout out to all the fan bros out there. If you peep, not only we had the return, I don't know my man's name, but the black pirate who's had some of the best lines on the show so far. And there was also a black dude sitting on the Iron Bank's council.
1: Oh, I missed that.
0: Oh, yeah, ah, so you go back and peep that fan, oh, I gotta, I got I gotta <laughs> read yeah, that joint. There's, there's a brother who's down with the numbers, boy. You Oh, know what all mean? right, all right, that's cool, that's cool. Jigga Man on the Iron Bank Council. <laughs> 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 numbers yeah. don't
1: lie, boy. I guess not, I guess not. Yep. Um, yeah, no, nah, I didn't peep that. I, I was, uh, I was, maybe I was just paying attention to the main guy, when, especially when they were sitting down. Um. But I thought that was a really good scene. You know, there was there, that was a point where you know Thanos was basically up and leaving, and Davos really stepped up to the plate for him. And I felt like mm-hmm. Thanos was just throwing this opportunity out, you know. And and uh, I don't know what Davos has in store, man. But for him to go to bat for Thanos like that was a little I I, I don't know. I felt like okay, um, maybe there's something behind him too. I have to say, overall, this episode was really good in terms of palace intrigue but still exciting like a yeah. lot of times the, because i think there are a couple of outside factors that are being involved like we see the chess uh pa- you know the the chess uh pieces moving on the board but it's done in a very exciting way and i felt like that iron bank revelation that whole sequence um you know a couple of other sequences with uh you know uh the calesian marine right now and Um, you know, how she's running things or adjusting to being a queen. Got a nice, uh, you know, a dragon shot that was fully formed. And like, we know what's happening and uh, eating goats, you know, basically back to the uh, Tyrion's whole, whole uh, trial. I thought that was just a really well done episode, really well crafted.
0: Definitely. And you also even left out um, uh, Theon's sister. You know, come in and right, try and save fa- him.
1: The failed rescue attempt for Theon, yep. right? Which was, was was pretty interesting. I mean, I, I you know, I thought that was like really... Uh, I thought they were going to play into that a little more, but I guess they had to start this new adventure that uh, the guy's going to send Theon on to become himself again and not reek anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously that's not going to end well for Theon because nothing that my man has ever uh, put Theon on has ended well so far. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, Yeah, um, yeah, but like I feel you. I think it was definitely a great episode overall. You know, it had you know moved everything along. You have to give a big, big shout out to, as always, Tyrion, uh, the actor who plays him, uh, Peter Dinklage. Right? Yes. I mean, wow. Like, yeah. Oh man, that is an epic speech. You know, an epic you know moment in acting for him great work the betrayal by shea was hmm.
1: yeah i mean but you know it was i mean that's what it took for him to really let loose and i thought that i mean it it's such a good episode because you know courtroom scenes like you go back to a few good men you can you can go down you know film history and find some really good courtroom scenes and uh but this one really i thought it was really good because everything that leads you up to that point where he really goes kind of You know just for his own it doesn't give a what anymore you know i was being led to believe you know based on what jamie was telling him behind closed doors that he was going to plead a certain way and all this and then the father just you know tywin just comes with the with shay out of the blue and then it's like all bets are off and so now Tyrion's just fighting for his life but he has nothing else to he's not really fighting anymore he just like you know kill me but he's like i'm gonna do it my way you know
0: yeah definitely and also you have to, you know, point out that it's like he wasn't, like you say, it's not that he wasn't really, um, you know, done fighting or whatever, but he's just not going to take the nonsense and, it, you know, just the lies upon lies and just the embarrassment and the betrayal, I think, more so than anything got to him. Like, the fact that they were just trying to bring his name into the dirt and dog him out in front of the whole, you know, trial and everybody with Shay and putting his business on Front Street, it just, you know... Wasn't working for Tyrion anymore, but what a moment, man! That was yeah, what an ending of an episode.
1: Yeah, I thought that was great. Like you know, he's the singular guy who's got no power, and then all of a sudden, he takes power back, and he you know because he's a dwarf, nobody thinks he's gonna turn to a physical way of defending himself, and that's what's at stake right now. So I thought it was really well crafted. Again, you know, the episode, sometimes the show gets, too for me, gets a little too soap opery. This one, we jumped around to various different storylines, but they they handled it well. And
0: also, there's, you know, like you said, the pieces are moving on the chessboard. Like, there's moves being made against Danny. You know, they put the money out on the Hound. So, you're going to see, you know, there's definitely some more action coming up. And you got the action in this episode as well. Right. But, you know... It, you know, definitely, you know, like you say, the pieces are moving. So overall, The Laws of God and Men, definitely a great episode. You know, I have to give a thumbs up, as they would say.
1: This is a really good season for this show. I mean, every season's good, but this one, I really feel particularly, they've been hitting some real chords that, that have been very, like, I don't know. They're just really outdoing themselves episode to episode.
0: I think it's also, you know, with like the dissolution of the Starks that it just makes it, you know, wide open and you just don't know what's gonna, you know, who's gonna take the or who's gonna take the throne or who's gonna make the next move even for the throne. And then like with the move that they made with Danny and her like chilling and just taking over the, you know, land and not just making an immediate move, it also changed up the game. And still the white walkers, man, like no, there's a lot like, there's a
1: lot left. I mean, you know, uh, little Littlefinger, White Walkers—I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff in play. You know, the um, Thanos, uh, sorceress chick—I mean, that whole there's a whole lot of stuff left.
0: Yeah, definitely, and not much of a season left, right? How many more episodes? Not many.
1: You know, I'm not even sure. I I, I lost count. I thought, uh, yeah, yeah, I could. I I gotta go back and check. Yeah, but you're right because it seems like, what? How are they gonna end this? We'll see. We'll see.
0: Yep. But that's it for this episode of Game of Thrones. A couple other shows we need to get on to. We were talking about Orphan Black earlier. Have you caught up lately on the latest few episodes?
1: I haven't caught the latest. Um, I'm still uh, kind of at the beginning of the second season. I'm not totally up to snuff. Honestly, I've been watching a lot of Silicon Valley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's not very Fambro esque, <laughs> other than the tech aspect, but it hands down is the funniest show on TV right now. You think um, so?
0: I like Silicon Valley. The episodes I've caught, but I'm I'm not like you know yo say man. the funniest. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's one of those slow burns where it's like the characters just it, they just overtake you, and the situations that they come up with are just kind of crazy. And then what's what's even better is there's always like a word or two per episode. That you kind of walk away with like there's always some jargon that they use or there's some like term that they say that just sticks in your head. So uh, sorry, Orphan Black, Silicon Valley's been winning, but I will I will definitely catch up.
0: All right. Well, I've been caught up on Orphan Black and I have to say, like I said before, when the first season ended, I wasn't that impressed. And Orphan Black is mainly based on the strength of the lead actress, uh, Tatiana Maslany, I'm going to go with as her name. You know me, butcher of names. Why not? But, yeah, I really think that it's based on her portrayal of the various clones. That's what really carries the show. I'm not so sold on the writing overall.
1: This season so far, mm,
0: um, you know, it's moving.
1: What do you think is lacking? I mean, apparently everybody's been watching this show. That I know of, uh, yeah.
0: I mean, it's definitely catching on. Like I say, Tatiana is killing it. You know, as the actress, right? I don't know what. It, it just, I wouldn't say hokey. You know, for a show about clones, you really can't say that it's hokey. There's just something about it. that's, mm, I don't. I'm. I, I can't really put my finger on it, though. Uh-huh. You know,
1: I don't know. All right. Well, it's, when I catch up, yeah. maybe I maybe I'll be able to uh, to weigh in a little better. I'll be better informed. Yeah,
0: and so far this season, there's you know been some developments. I'm, I'm definitely saying that they keep the mystery ramped up, you know, but I need some more answers. That might be part of it. There's not enough answers and still just a lot of mystery for me. And so I'd like a little bit more, you know, explanation on what's going on exactly with these clones. So there seems to be a lot more than them just being cloned going on. Like there seems to be the fact that they have some type of, Uh, adaptations or they've been tampered with like healing factors like Wolverine or something. Right, right. Yeah. So, you know, I'd like a little bit more answers.
1: Gotcha. Yeah.
0: But uh, let's talk about the other show that premiered tonight, Penny Dreadful on Showtime.
1: Man, Ben Hamin, let me tell you.
0: Yeah. I have not been
1: excited about a show in a long time and I am super excited about this show.
0: I'm pretty sold. I have to say, Kimsonian. I watched the first episode tonight when it premiered on Showtime, obviously, and it was, it was dope. I I was. It kind of lost me at points, but the ending definitely was like, oh, okay, I right, you know, I see where they're going now. This is, it it kind of reminds me of um the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or Planetary, the comic book versions of them. Like kind of a um collection of various characters who are like in other fictions all brought together
1: right right yeah yeah but, so basically timothy dalton is an explorer we first of all it's a period piece it takes place in like victorian london and victorian london is you know a great setting that a lot of shows lately have been using copper uh the jack the ripper i mean uh, uh jack the ripper um uh recently on bbc had a show so, um So, um, you know, it's it's a ground that is easily, you know, you can gain a lot of detail and ambiance off of this thing. The Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. takes place around the same time. But the twist of it is, first of all, the cinematography is great. Timothy Dalton plays an explorer who's rich. He's a lord. And he basically has his daughter kidnapped by some beasts. And so mm-hmm. what they do is he's on a mission and he, he's trying to collect the right team to go after these beasts. And he sends Ava Green, who's his assistant, who's also the hottie from the first James Bond with Daniel Craig um, uh, shoot. Casino Royale. Casino Royale. So side note, uh, the creator of the show, Josh Logan, is an Academy Award winning screenwriter. He wrote Gladiator. He wrote um, The Aviator, and he wrote Skyfall, directed by Sam Mendes, who also is one of the executive producers of the show. So, Okay, the pedigree is there. The pedigree is definitely there. You know, the, the actors are definitely there. I really feel like the premise was great. My only, I think I'm with you as the show flowed on. I realized that it wasn't about Josh Hartnett. We start with Josh Hartnett and then we go to, we bounce around and then we realize that there's a couple of other factors going on. But bottom line is vampires abound, uh, underworld people abound, uh,
0: Egyptian e- vampires. Egyptian
1: vampires. With this is the kind of skeletons. show, the mood, the look, the art direction, everything about this show is just top notch. And it kind of reminds me, and I, it's so funny because I, then I saw a like, commercial for the new True Blood season. And I was Mm. like, I can't even trust True Blood because these guys are making vampires look like they should look. You know, it was like, I don't know. The way they did it was just so well done. Anyway, I'm amped about this show. And then at the end of the episode, this doctor that uh, the Timothy Dalton character wants to hire, apparently he's been making a Frankenstein in his basement and he brings to life this cadaver. So I thought like, oh, man, this is cool. So you're right. It does echo a little bit the, you know, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, I didn't really, I didn't. that didn't really come to mind, but I did feel like they're delving into kind of Victorian horror and those kind of monsters and stuff, but just quality, like craft-wise, I was just sold, and also it's written really well, and uh, I'm, you know, I'm excited about this, especially after that resurrection torture, and now Ooh. I'm excited to watch a new show, so...
0: Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Penny Dreadful, like I said before, I felt like it definitely had some League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and planetary, because as you said, uh, Timothy Dalton's character is an explorer, and it's like he knows a secret history, which is kind of like the basis of the planetary comic book. Like the main character knows a secret history of the world, and they go on exploring it, and you know, as each thing, they show you more and more. And also, a little bit of a spoiler there, you just gave away the ending of it, and that is not that he made a of Frankenstein monster, he is Victor Frankenstein, there you and that—that that is his monster, so it's definitely like they're bringing in characters, so you might see other people like the Invisible Man, I don't know who else, Jack the Ripper is definitely, you know, was mentioned in this episode even...
1: I think in the trailer, they had, I mean, not the trailer, the opening, the opening credit sequence is really good too, but I, Mm -hmm. I, or was it a trailer or something? I did see a werewolf or or something. Okay. So I think there's going to be some Lou in the, in the, in the mix.
0: Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Some Bella Lugosi. Yeah,
1: Lon Chaney. (laughs) Bella Lugosi. We'll see some old school uh, Boris Karloff.
0: There we go. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, but definitely Penny Dreadful on Showtime at 10 every Sunday night. We'll definitely be checking it out. Game of Thrones continues. Uh no more Resurrection. Arrow has its ending this week. The finale of Arrow is coming up this week,
1: so on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay, great. All
0: Fan Bros peep that out. We'll definitely be covering that next week. Uh anything else Crimsonian?
1: Uh I just want to give a shout out to uh here in New York, uh it was a retrospective of Ralph Bakshi's uh, animation at the Brooklyn Nice Brooklyn Academy of Music at BAM. And last night, I went to see a screening of his famous Coonskin film. And uh, he spoke afterwards. And uh, fan wow. up, Google Coonskin. It's Brer Rabbit animated with Barry White and Philip Michael Thomas doing the voice. Gatman Crothers. And it's Bear Rabbit basically comes to Harlem and pimps everybody out and gets his loot and, uh, but anyway, afterwards uh, he was signing and you know kind of had a little Q and A, and he was selling cells from production cells from Coonskin, and I gotta tell you, I had to just buy it on the spot. Nice. <laughs> it was just like you know, it was just like me geeking out like when I was in film school studying animation and. Loving every frame of Ralph Bakshi and all this stuff. So it was like, it was just amazing. Uh, Chico Leo was there. Shout out to Chico Leo. Um, I
0: got to interrupt you right now, though. Did you invite Ralph on the show?
1: I didn't invite Ralph on the show because uh, Ralph wasn't too um, sharp. uh, (laughs) No, no, no. Not that he wasn't, like, together. He's very sharp. But he was very distracted and they were rushing us, okay. So, but there is a possibility to get them on the show, so I can. I'll definitely follow up with that.
0: Um, All right. my specifically, want them so on anyway,
1: shout out to Bam. That was incredible. A um, lot of folks of color in the audience because it's definitely a film that people should see. Um, the- you can look it up. Scoon kid. It's Scound, kid. Wow. <laughs> Skin. <Coonskin. laughs> other known as Street Fight. Check it out. Um, you'll find it. I'm sure there's DVDs around, um, but it's a great film.
0: Most definitely. Also, check out Wizards by him. That's one yes. of my favorites.
1: Based on Lord of Yes.
0: Yeah. How long is this? Uh, going on, I or is it it's over one now? One more
1: weekend. Um, and nice. I think they're showing Wizards next weekend, and maybe Lord nice. of the Rings. Uh, Chico Leo actually copped a Lord of the Rings cell with Gandalf and Frodo, and uh, and the Ring. And so Dope. that was actually a, a coup. Um, Dope. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was really uh, cool. So any animation fans, Backstreet fans, definitely, uh, you know, check that out.
0: All right, and that's going to be it for this week's episode of Special Delivery of Fan Bros Show. Hope everyone had a good time, and we'll check you right back here next week. Peace. Fan Bros. Hey, hey, hey.